When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to A to D Sports, powered as always by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Jack Gentry of the Tighten Up Podcast. We are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network going live weekday mornings at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Link to the show uh, segment by segment on our Twitter X timeline. Follow us there at A to Z Sports. Also follow us on TikTok, Instagram, and Threads for more great Titans coverage. Got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us. And they help out all of you like Wilson County Hyundai. Make them a part of your new car buying process by seeing them in Lebanon or online, wilsoncountyhyundai.com. The Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm Bureau Health Plans, get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans, better coverage rates and service at fbhp.com slash atoz. The Aura app, keeping you safe online and get a two-week free trial with our link, aura.com slash atoz. And Krebs Kubota, an elite Kubota dealer, with three amazing locations in the Middle Tennessee area, Columbia, Franklin, and Murfreesboro online at KrebsKubota.com. So, Jack, you said it's been a long week. Uh, the Titans lose to the Colts. Makes that a long week. A lot of Titans-Braves fans having a stressful evening. Uh, and so a, a big game against uh, a guy that has burnt you before in a big moment, Lamar Jackson. Uh, has, you know, the last time really in a game that mattered, Lamar Jackson running by Kenny Vaccaro and the rest of the Titans defense for a big touchdown run in the playoffs. And that was the end of the Arthur Smith era, which uh, we didn't know it when it happened, but it was the end of the offensive era of the Titans and Mike Vrabel uh, because it's been a struggle ever since. And now a chance to get back to winning ways, get back to 500. Uh, so let's go ahead and let uh, Ryan Tannehill, quarterback Ryan Tannehill, kicked this thing off on our conversation discussing uh, what the Titans have in store, uh, trying to, to get right before this bye week. Yeah, it's huge. You know, you want to, uh, you know, we want to win a lot more games than, than we are right now. So, you know, the that's the onus this week is to, to finish this week with a win, no matter the circumstances, where we're at, who we're playing. Uh, Got to find a way to, to go win this game on the road um, and, you know, head into the bye uh, at three and three, and then we'll we'll go from there. Yeah, we got to execute. Uh, I think we've had some opportunities that we didn't execute. Maybe um, we've hurt ourselves with some penalties and got gotten some long yard situations, which obviously hurts. Um, and you know, just being efficient. You know, we still got to keep that efficiency. We've been efficient moving the ball down the field and then getting to the red zone and and gotten uh, some inefficient plays. So got to keep that efficiency as we move. And then when we get an opportunity to to maybe hit a game plan play or, or a shot into the end zone. Um, take advantage of it. So, Jack, your thoughts on uh, what Tannehill said right there about you know trying to stay efficient, get to three and three before this bye week? Yeah, no, I think that three and three before the bye week ahead of the season would have been a dream. But before the right when the schedule came out, you thought those three wins would probably come against the Saints, Browns, and Colts because Lamar, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, those are three quarterbacks that really scare the hell out of Titans fans. Um, so it hasn't gone the way that we all thought it would, but there's still an opportunity to get to three and three. 
it's a Ravens team that's given the Titans trouble in big games throughout throughout this rivalry. I mean, both teams have won 13 games. This is kind of a rubber match for now um, with the series knotted at 13. If that doesn't motivate this Titans team alone, I don't know what does. I know it's not the early 2000s anymore, but this is still a pretty strong rivalry, especially considering how the last few meetings have gone. The Titans got the better of the Ravens um, in, in that 2019 playoff run, and the Ravens got the better of the Titans in the playoffs the last time they saw each other. So you, you've, you've got to do your best to block it out. Like Ted Lasso said, be a goldfish. Forget all of the bad that happened last week and move on. Find a way to stack another big-time AFC win against a team you could be jockeying for position if things break right for you come later in the season when the wild card picture kind of sorts itself out. Yeah, for sure. And uh, so I, I think it's – we're going to talk about a big change the Titans have to make, and I've got one. Jack's reading the comments because his shirt was on sideways. <laughs> As uh, Scary Harry got to help Jack out there with the Appreciate t- shirt. It, Scary yeah. Harry. <laughs> uh, so I, I'm thinking, you know, the Colts game was such a goofy game, right? Because you moved the ball on offense a lot. The passing game looked good. The running game – was successful at times, but in the red zone, none of it worked. You only scored 16 points and kicked a bunch of field goals again. Uh, Then you look at the defense. You only gave up 23 points, uh, 20 of it for most of the game, but you couldn't get off the field in key moments and you couldn't stop the run to save your life. So things have to change. So we heard from Ryan Tannehill on the offensive side. Let's hear from Kevin Byard uh, on the defensive side of what the defense is going through this week and getting set to face Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I'm going to just say the urgency is at an all-time high. Um, just how it would be anytime we, we lose a game or whatever it may be, we got to find a way to get back on track. Uh, it's going to be important for us to get on the road, obviously across the water, uh, to get out to a fast start. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be important to get a win. What are the, some of the different challenges when it comes to a game week like this when you are going overseas? Yeah, obviously it's battling all the other stuff like, you know, the, the whole London deal. People probably going to have family over there. You're going to do sightseeing and things like that. Uh, but we have to keep our the, – the main objective, the main objective was to go out there and try to get a win. It's a business trip at the end of the day. Um, but then obviously you got a talented Baltimore team, a physical team. Uh, Tina wants to run the ball, and obviously you have a dynamic athlete and quarterback in Lamar Jackson. So uh, it's presenting a lot of challenges, so we got to overcome all those. Well, they've, 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 had, they've had some passes and, and uh, some fumbles in recent games. Is that a, a, an area that you often maybe take advantage of? Yeah, I mean, I don't expect them to drop as many passes as they did in the Pittsburgh game. Um, we got to make sure we're going to be tight in coverage. Um, but, you know, Lamar Jackson has fumbled a lot, so I think when we're rushing the pass and we're trying to get after him, we have to make sure we're trying to hammer the ball, not just get a sack, but actually get a forced fumble as well. Um, but, yeah, uh, they still have really good receivers. Obviously, Mark Andrews, an elite top-tier tight end, uh, has been one of the best in the league for a while. So it's going to be a good challenge for us and for myself covering him and um, obviously all the other uh, receivers that he has as well. Right there talking to Titans media uh, yesterday in the locker room. I, I do think – the offense and defense both need a bounce-back performance. And Byard talked a lot about what I think people are bringing up in the fact that the Ravens' pass catchers dropped nine passes or seven passes or whatever it was against the Steelers. I highly doubt that's going to carry over. That, that does not seem like something that's contagious for more than one week. Uh, it was contagious between the players on Sunday against Pittsburgh, but I think they've gotten over that cold, Jack. And so you can't expect... You can't expect the Ravens to beat the Ravens two weeks in a row. The Titans and, and Kevin Byard seems to be on the same page as me is that you have to go out there and force the Ravens into mistakes. Yeah. And I joked around with Brent Doherty, who we had on the Titan up podcast this week and said, you know, you know, the Ravens 
wide receivers against the Titans secondary. It's it's a stoppable force meets a movable object. Something's got to give this week. One of those two units is going to come out with a win because the Ravens aren't dropping seven passes again. And hopefully the Titans aren't giving, giving up so many X plays on the outside like they've been doing over the past month, month and a half. So, yeah, both teams look to get right. And there's, by the way, if you haven't listened to the Titan Up podcast, there's a lot of great stuff about why the Ravens dropped seven passes last week that y'all are going to want to hear in our interview with Brent Doherty. But something's got to give, Austin. Both of these units have really been struggling. Both of them are catching a lot of heat from their respective local media. And for good reason, right? They haven't performed up to their abilities. No, they have not. So let's go ahead and ask this question and get the chat more involved here this morning. Uh, as my camera is having a hard time focusing on my face. I don't know why. Uh, maybe it's because I shaved last night. That wouldn't make any sense. But I, Jack's shirt can't stay on straight, and my camera can't focus <laughs> no, I'm on looking my face. at it now. It's We're having head, a hard man. time. <laughs> We're having a hard time this morning. Uh, but, hey, let's talk about this. What is one thing, one change that Mike Vrabel and the Titans must make before this game against the Ravens? Uh, what is one change Mike Vrabel and the Titans must make before playing against the Baltimore Ravens. We'll get to all of your comments here in a second. But first, I'm going to tell you guys about the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. If you're a Vol fan uh, and you would like tickets to the game on Saturday, uh, I will tell you, you've got less than 24 hours uh, to go to our Instagram and try to win a pair of tickets to that game uh, from our friends at the Bone and Joint Institute. So there you go. Go check that out on our Instagram at A to Z Sports. You got one day left, less than 24 hours before we pick a winner for that. Thanks to the Bone and Joint Institute. They take care of you when it comes to the Tennessee tickets, but they also take care of you when it comes to injuries in life. I've had several injuries in, in my adult life that have cropped up and I've known where to go and I've known who can help me get rid of that inconvenience. And that's the Bone and Joint Institute. Regardless if it's my shoulder, my knee, my back, my foot, whatever that might be, they've got a specialist that can help you out. And it's so easy to book an appointment to help you get rid of that in your injury inconvenience by going to their website or Seaman Franklin, but go to the website first to book an appointment, boneandjointtn.org. Here's another company you can trust. BetMGM, the king of sports books. It, look, they're the king of sports books for a reason. They've got incredible variety. You, you can bet live betting. Uh, there's parlay selection features. There's odds boost specials. But I want to talk to you guys about uh, a promo code they're running right now, A to Z 200. You put a $10 money line wager on any pro football game, and you're going to instantly receive up to $200 in bonus bets. There's a Thursday night game tonight. The Kansas City Chiefs take on the Denver Broncos. Put a $10 money line wager on either side and receive up to $200 in bonus bets instantly. If you want to wait to the weekend to get started, you can do that as well. There's plenty of action on Sunday. I know you guys have a lot of opinions on this Titans-Ravens game. Maybe throw $10 on the Titans if you believe in them, $10 on the Ravens if you don't trust them. No matter what, A to Z 200 gets you $10 money line wager. You'll receive up to $200 in bonus bets immediately. Take advantage of this promotion on BetMGM. Yep, visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee only new customer offer. All promotions, set of qualifications, all your requirements. First online real money wager. Only rewards issued in knowledgeable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days. And for problem game of sport, call Tennessee Redline 800-889-9789. Jack, uh, I will send you to the chat. Uh, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. Everybody chatting away here. Uh, what is one change... Mike Vrabel and the Titans must make against the Baltimore Ravens trying to get uh, uh, back to 500. Lucas says up to $200. No, $200 in bonus bets instantly. Again, I'll just kind of reiterate that. So uh, it's it's a you sign up with code ATOZ200. 
you place a $10 money line wager on any pro football team to win, right? Money line wager to win. Regardless of that, once you place that $10 money line wager, uh, you get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Uh, so that's just good for that. If you want to go big with your first bet, that's code ATOZ Sports for the first bet offer up to $1,500 back, uh, depending on what your bet is. All right, Jack, to the to the chat you go after that clarification. Uh, if you guys ever have questions for, about BetMGM stuff, just DM me on Twitter. Uh, but what's one change Mike Vrabel and the Titans must make against the Baltimore Ravens? Yeah, a few YouTube comments rolling in early. Michael says Fulton. Uh, Jags got juice, says block. What about Fulton? What about just one change, Fulton? Just changing, benching? I, I, I think we can, uh, yeah, we could probably assume that getting, I mean, you know, putting him on the bench is let's probably just start the change. There. Let's start there. I think they should bench him, right? I've said this since Monday, that I think the Titans should bench Christian Fulton in this game. Zach doesn't think they will. I honestly don't think they will. I think they're going to start him. Uh, but what do you think? Do you start or sit Christian Fulton in this game? You know, uh, this I was, haven't talked to you. I haven't talked to you since last I Thursday. <laughs> I know. Been a this, while. this is where I wanted to go with this because okay. I think you do bench Christian Fulton. And I, I look, I'm skeptical that the Titans do it. I think it's interesting that Vrabel said that that thought entered his mind during the Colts game. I think you bench him and you promote Kendall Vildor, the guy you picked up off the uh, after the Bears cut him following, you know, training camp cuts. He's got 22 starts in the NFL. He and Fulton both played in 11 games last year, five passes defense apiece. You don't want to move McCreary on the outside because that that's creating more problems, right? He's been solid for you inside. So if you can just promote a backup and he fills in for Fulton and is able to kind of bridge that gap while Fulton gets right. I told you I had an analogy I wanted to use today coming into the show, and this is where I want to use it. Ah. We're in a technology forward age right now, right? Everybody's got Wi-Fi. Everybody's got their modems and their routers, and you know they know how to fix them when they go bad. Well, when your Wi-Fi is going out, you unplug your modem, you wait 30 seconds, and you reset it before you plug it back in, and boom, that typically works for Wi-Fi, right? Well, Christian Fulton isn't working for the Titans on the outside. You need to unplug him, pull him out of the lineup, put Vildor in the lineup, give Christian Fulton an opportunity to reset heading into this bye week, and hopefully he figures it out and he starts improving his technique because that's what Vrabel said he's been you know, struggling with. And then against the Falcons, hopefully you can plug him right back in and it works. <laughs> you know, like it hasn't been working. You can't just continue to, to hit refresh on your laptop when the Wi-Fi's out. You got to unplug it. You got to go fix it plug it back in after you reset it, and then boom, hopefully it gets back to where it was and where you've always known it to be. Look, Christian Fulton heading into this season, people just wanted him to play because they saw you know, flashes through the first few years of his deal that he can do it on the outside. He can do it. You know, He, he had shown coming into this season potential to be your corner number one, your number one corner on the outside. He hasn't – he's managed to stay healthy outside of that week two game he missed, but Titans fans would probably be better – with him off the field than on it lately. If he continues to play like this, look, two pass interferences last week. We saw all the explosives he gave gave up to Amari Cooper in that Browns game. And that's kind of been the story for him this season. So I think this is an opportunity for Fulton to reset the Titans to say, hey, you know what? Let's take a step back. Let's focus inward. And Brent Doherty brought up a great point on the podcast. Again, I keep referring to this podcast. You need to go listen to it, people, the Titan Up podcast. He said that, look, we, Christian Fulton, he's in a contract year. There's a lot of money on the table for him if he plays well. That means that if Christian Fulton comes away with a few picks this year, he makes a whole lot of money this offseason. 
Well, his eyes have been in the backfield, and Mike Vrabel hinted at this. He said, look, don't look for interceptions and man coverage. Let them come to you. Like, keep your uh, keep your eye on your guy. You're dropping man coverage is just to bat the ball away if they throw it at you. He's had his eyes in the backfield looking for picks because he's on that contract here. And because he hasn't had his, his eyes on his guy, you know, there's been receivers that have been able to get behind him this year. And I, I just think that he needs to mentally reset, enter this bye week with a clear head, come out of it hopefully better and, and you know, more like his old self, the Titans fans knew and were really starting to like, you know, the first few years he's been here. Yeah. <clears throat> so I uh, I like your analogy, right? You unplug him, let him sit for 10 to 30 seconds and plug him back in and see if that fixes it. I mean, you could go, uh, I, that's the new technology, right? You say, hey, you try to unplug it and plug it back in. Uh, there's also the N64 cartridge. You take it out, you... You blow on. Then, yeah. then, then you, yeah, you blow in the cartridge and then you put it right back in there. I, I see. I don't think Christian Fulton. These. I don't even know if Christian Fulton grew up with an N64 these days. I wonder if his brother Keith did. Keith might have. Uh, he's a little game, bit older than Chris. We come from the GameCube era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you and Christian Fulton are GameCube mm-hmm. guys. Uh, Christian Fulton, twenty-five <laughs> years old. Jack, I think you're a couple of hours, uh, a couple of years yeah. older than that. Twenty. Yeah. Uh, so then I've also got people in the chat who are going more old school than that. Now, Stephen says, as a parent, this is not the old school part. As a parent, my kid keeps messing up. Put him in timeout. So put him in timeout. Put Christian Fulton in timeout. Take Kenny, away the privileges. <laughs> Kenny and Andre go old school. Kenny says, maybe you just slap his ass like those old floor model TVs. And then Andre <laughs> says, go to the old school, right? Smack it real hard. And it works. <laughs> See, the problem with this, if you smack it real hard, if you smack Christian Fulton, you might pull a hamstring. So you don't want to do that because he's a, he's a repeat offender when it comes to the hamstring issues. But yeah, I, I think with Christian Fulton, I would bench him. Uh, and, you know, Jason goes along with what you're saying. Fulton is trying too hard. That's his problem. Uh, and that's, you know, you talked about the eyes in the backfield and that whole thing there, too. So, I, unfortunately, I think I uh, scooped you on your uh, one key change to make. and I didn't let you read the comments as much. So let's go back to the comments because I wasn't expecting that to be your answer there, Jack. So my bad on that one. So if, you, if we want to scroll back up to the comments of one key change that you think the Titans must make. Uh, going in this game against the Ravens. I'll I'll go back as you keep scrolling up towards comments. I'll find mm-hmm. one because Marvo and then um, a couple others. Where'd the other? Marvo a couple times has said bench Tannehill. Now that's not going to happen. They're not going to bench Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill lost you the Saints game. Ryan Tannehill ha- was unable to perform. Uh, against the Browns because of other things. And then Ryan Tannehill helped you win in the Chargers and the Bengals game. And Ryan Tannehill was just fine um, against the Colts. Could he have been better? Yeah, he could have been better. But Ryan Tannehill's benching is not where where we are at right now. Now, Jack, I'll just pull back the curtain a little bit. Me and Sam... I think this was yesterday after the show, trying to game plan some content, you know, by week is next week. There might be an opportunity next week for us to discuss the immediate future for Ryan Tannehill, but it's not right now. You are two and three and Ryan Tannehill has helped you win those two games and you have a chance to get to three and three. And what we all knew was the most difficult part of the schedule in the first six weeks. So you do not bench Ryan Tannehill and, Matthew Maddox says, well, but bench the 25-year-old Fulton? Yeah, because Christian Fulton he's is killing worse. You. Yes. He, he's absolutely killing you. It, the, the bench Tannehill people, 
no matter how well he plays, they're always going to sit on that side of the fence, right? It makes me wonder if they're even watching the games anymore. Uh, but anyways, I've scrolled back and found my place in the chat. Okay. Um, Andre, I'm not going to read your super chat. So Brandon, and I Brandon did not Dozier. say that. I talked I about I N64 cartridges, Andre, you sicko. So Brandon Dozier says sit Fulton. He agrees with me. Um, the run defense from Pistol Ramsey, that's a good comment because last week it just feels like they didn't get off the bus when they were without a couple of key players. We'll talk about it later in the show. Um, Bench Fulton says, Jason, Andre Bunting, this is what Austin and I joked about this week. Coach better, play better, right? Whenever something goes wrong, whenever you play badly, it's always got to play better, got to coach better. Who else is sick of hearing that? Um, Lone Walker says, Fulton, let's see. Red zone efficiency from Bork Borkington. One for four is not going to cut it. This is going to be a team that has to convert in all of their trips or, you know, at least more than half of their trips in the red zone. One for four against the Colts defense that you were taking advantage of between the 20s is not going to cut it. Uh, bench Fulton from Tighten Up. Must bench Dillard and Fulton from Matt. I thought Dillard played a little bit better on Sunday with us. Uh, yeah, the pass protection was much better. Uh, you know, now, the Colts were missing Quiddy Pay. Yeah. Uh, they were missing Shaq Leonard. Uh, the Colts run defense did a pretty good job, but the Titans could throw uh, whenever mm-hmm. they felt like it. And the, the only sack on Tannehill happened on that last drive where it was 75 yards to go with one minute, no timeouts. Uh, better execution in red zone offense from David Allen. Uh, rush defense from Darius Horton, not getting penalties. They didn't have a ton of them, but it felt like every one that the Titans committed, I think there were five, were absolute backbreakers against the Colts. Um, one change, bench Fulton from Brent making adjustments from Eric coaching staff there. Uh, Steven says bench Fulton pistol Ramsey run defense, red zone play calling first play calling comment. We have comes from amnesia up. Uh, oh, here's another one. Play calling on short yardage situations that fourth and one out of the shotgun. Uh, Biggie is not a fan of play Fulton, but don't start him. Maybe that's an answer. You know, Fulton and doses could work. That, that's an interesting idea. Change rosters, coaches, and strategy. Burn it to the ground, scary Harry. Um, let's see. Trade for Mahomes, says Jags got shoes. That's not realistic. Um, must get into third and short situations. Some smart comments from the chat. Third and manageable. That's where the Titans can live. Third and seven, eight, nine, ten. They're not built to convert those. I like that comment from Paul. Yeah. Uh, Austin, where do you stand on this? Yeah, so I, I want to go over a couple things first that just to kind of uh, fill in some other things um, that I wanted to get to because Matthew Maddox is saying, so are you okay with two touchdowns and five picks, LOL? Look, Matthew, like, yes, that is the better, that, that's Ryan Tannehill's season stats through five games. I don't think we understand a, that. Don't but be a box score warrior. But we have to understand three interceptions in the first game of the season is always going to jack up Ryan Tannehill's stat line for the rest of the year. Also, the fourth interception was basically an arm punt up three-plus touchdowns against the Bengals in the fourth quarter that did not matter. It was a dumb decision, but he said, hey, screw it, whatever, and he threw that. Then the fifth interception was in absolute desperation mode against the Colts. Like I mentioned, when the one sack happened, you had to make a play. There was like 11 seconds left, and he threw it up because you had to. And maybe you hope for a pass interference to get you in, you know, Hail Mary range. So, Matthew, like, does he need more than two touchdown passes? Absolutely. Did he probably miss NWI for a touchdown pass in Indianapolis? Yeah, definitely. Uh, has he missed in some other op- opportunities? Yes. But, you know, I, I don't think you can look at Ryan Tannehill's two for five TD to interceptions and be like, 
that's the true story of how he's played. Now, Eric says excuses. I I get that, but like, we have to, like, we have to accept. No, we also, I think we need to do something. I think we have to accept that Ryan Tannehill sucked against the Saints. And we have to understand that and put it in a different bucket so we can please try to move forward. Because, come on, camera. My camera's having such a hard time today. But uh, but we have to move on from that. And so if you want to say two and two through the last four games, is that good enough? No, it's not. They need to score more points, and nobody's denying that. They have to be better in the red zone. Ryan Tannehill's thrown two touchdown passes to NWI. Both were in the red zone. They need to score outside the red zone. They only got one touchdown outside the red zone. That was Derrick Henry's 29-yard pass, or run, excuse me. And so, look, Derrick Henry was two inches away from having the same amount of touchdown passes on the season as Ryan Tannehill. That's a weird thing to say, too, but it didn't happen. And so, look, Ryan Tannehill has not been good. He has been bad at times, but for the most part, he has been average or above average. Um, and so I think you hope he's continues to play above average and have really good moments like he did against, did against the chargers and the Bengals and at times against the Colts. Uh, but he's got to finish in, in, uh, with touchdowns. Chris says, uh, the Titans don't have wide receivers, Austin. Well, you got one that's really damn good in Deandre Hopkins and he's proven that. And then you've got other guys that need to step up and we might talk about trailing Burks here in a little bit. So uh, again, going through all these comments, I've yet to give my answer. What's one change Mike Vrabel and the Titans must make against the Baltimore Ravens. I will give you my answer, more of your comments here in a second, but first Krebs Kubota is where you should turn for all of your equipment needs. Krebs is a website. It's a really cool website with some really cool equipment, whatever your equipment needs are with your home or maybe your business. Uh, Krebs Kubota can take care of you. Maybe you just need to rent something. Maybe you've got a project at your home and you don't want to buy that and have to store it, you can rent it at Krebs Kubota. And Krebs Kubota has the best equipment in the industry because they are an elite Kubota dealer with their three locations in Columbia, Franklin, and in Murfreesboro. So you get the best equipment with the Kubotas. You get the best warranties with the Kubota equipment. Uh, No other brand out there has the same warranties as Krebs Kubota does. So check that out and also go see them. Their customer service is absolutely top-notch because that's necessary excuse me, with equipment. Uh, once again, Columbia, Franklin, Murfreesboro, their website is online, KrebsKubota.com. Y'all got to sign up with an awesome promo code that BetMGM is running right now. It's A to Z 200. Use our code ATOZ 200. Place a $10 money line wager on any pro football team to win, and you'll receive $200 in bonus bets instantly. It can be on the Chiefs tonight. It can be on the Broncos tonight. You want to take a stab at Sunday in London, Titans, Ravens, whatever side you want to bet on, $10 money line wager on any pro football team to win gets you $200 in bonus bets instantly. So don't forget to sign up on BetMGM with our code A to Z 200. All right, Jack, A to Z Sports Live on this Thursday. Uh, we'll talk about some injury updates here later on in the show. Going through our main topic today, one key change the Titans must make and Mike Vrabel must make uh, going into this game against the Baltimore Ravens. Jack, I want to I want to say a statement, and I just want you to answer with agree or disagree. And I just want to see how you feel about this. The Titans' defense needs to make more changes than the offense. Agree or disagree? Disagree. Ah, this is a tough one. I I, I think you. I I think I actually agree with this. 
I think I do. After thinking about it, I agree with this. Okay. I'm just going to go to the chat for a quick poll to see where you guys are at with it. So uh, Chris Frazier says disagree. Um, Lou Man says disagree. Caleb says disagree. Matthew just says stupid. Matthew is is super anti-Tannehill this morning. Uh, and then Keith says disagree. Uh, Darren agreed. Uh, we got some agreements coming in here. I, you know, I think it's probably more disagree than agree, but it's not far from 50-50. So, Jack, I think the biggest, the one key change the Titans need to make is their defensive mentality. And I said this earlier in the week. I don't think the Tennessee Titans are playing together on defense. I think this defense is playing as individuals. Christian Fulton's dad is blowing up everybody's Twitter, but he's right about one thing. Christian Fulton is one of 11 on defense. Yes. And the Titans defense for the most part, not all, not all the time, but a lot of time is playing as 11, not as one. And that is where they get beat in the running game against the Colts. That's where Christian Fulton gets beat because he's got his eyes on the quarterback in man coverage and losing his guy because he's playing for his his Fulton on his last on his back, not the Titans on his chest. If you want to go real old school cliche, they're playing for their last names right now. The the defense is. And what is the reasoning for this? I honestly feel like because they typically don't do this. They're typically very sound with their fundamentals. They stay in their rush lanes. Since Rashawn Evans left this team, they usually don't have their inside linebackers guessing run gaps and giving up mm-hmm. big, big runs, but that's what's happened. They're, they're not playing their assignments. And so they're playing individually because I think it began because they're watching their offense struggle to score. And when you're watching your offense struggle to score, I think this defense that has a ton of talent on it is now pressing and trying to think we have to make up for our offense. And in doing so, they are now looking worse and need an adjustment more than the offense does. So how do you, like how do you feel about that? I like that. I think anytime a defense is playing their best, there's a symbiotic relationship between the pass rush and the secondary, right? Because you get to the quarterback quicker, Makes the secondary's job a whole lot easier. You don't have to cover for as long. The quarterback's going to make bad throws, quick decisions that they can take advantage of. We didn't see that on Sunday against the Colts. There was virtually no pass rush all day long against the Colts' offense, offensive line that, I, I mean, is beatable. Sure, they've got a decent you know, crew. they got Kelly and Nelson. they got a couple guys up front, but it's a beatable crew, especially when you, bo- you boast yourself as you know one of the better pass rushes in the league. I, I don't know that it's a selfish thing, though. I just think it's a disarray. I think that they're in disarray because if the Titans pass rush doesn't work, it kind of all goes to hell, doesn't it? Like this secondary isn't good enough to cover for six, seven seconds down the field. We no, saw like, that on no, Sunday. Let's, let's be honest. No secondary is. Sure. Sure. It's, but I mean, I'm, I'm just saying against like mediocre quarterbacks like Gardner Minshew and you know Anthony Richardson's still a rookie has a lot to learn. They, they both diced the Titans secondary up because they had all day to throw. And you could blame the pass rush. You can blame the secondary. Christian Fulton's getting most of the heat. And look, I, I was a Christian Fulton defender. I, I I, still believe in Christian Fulton. I just think you need to make a change there. But when you ask that question, which which side needs to change more, the Titans got to figure out how to stop the run again. I mean, it, w- w- 
with Tier Tartar, rotational interior player, missing time. If if that if Zach Moss averages seven yards a carry because Tier Tart isn't there, no, he's got bigger problems. It's more than Tier Tart, right? Like Tier Tart's very yeah. good, and Tier Tart's going to get paid a lot of money by somebody not the Tennessee Titans in the offseason because the Titans mm-hmm. are not going to be able to afford to pay to pay Tier Tart at least I think at this point. So I guess you shouldn't I, I, you, you shouldn't totally fold though like a lawn chair. No, I'm with you. not available. But if like you go through and like if you go rewatch the Colts game, you look at all of the individual efforts that that failed that created a big opportunities for the Colts. One of them I know like I, I can see the replay right now. It was a Zach Moss first and 10 carry that went for 11 yards around the right side. They showed the end zone replay. Rashad Weaver's playing the left edge. He has his, he has the right tackle you know, squared up, which is squared up to where he can work his outside shoulder to, to set the edge and extend Moss to the sideline. But what did he do? He tried to rip underneath inside the right tackle Zach Moss immediately saw it and bounced outside for 11 yards because the edge was gone. It dissolved. Mm-hmm. There was another play. I want to say it was on third down. Uh, Gardner Minshew's back in the pocket. Gardner Minshew scrambles to the right side. Harold Landry goes inside and misses. Not only does he miss, but he bowling balls into Arden Key and Jeffrey Simmons and knocks them out of the play. And so there's all these. And then, you know, Jack Gibbons missed some time, missed some plays. Aziz at times plays way too fast and out of control and might zoom by somebody. Um, So you're seeing these plays where guys are going out there and too focused on, I got to make the a play instead of I got to do my job. Like there's not complimentary defense when Logan Ryan was a Titans player and people can hate on Logan Ryan a a lot. And, and he deserved it at times in his career and he wasn't as good uh, and, and the last bit, but I said, Logan Ryan led the NFL in football hockey assists when he was with the Titans hockey assists, right? The secondary assists. You didn't make the play that led to the goal, but you made the play that allowed that to happen. Logan Ryan didn't have a ton of stats. He didn't have a ton of interceptions, not a ton of tackles, but he did a really good job of making a play for his teammates to make the play. And it's by doing your job, setting the edge, being where you're supposed to be to then allow your teammate to fill in and be where they're supposed to be. And right now they need somebody like Logan Ryan to do that. And I think the option is Kevin Byard, but I think the problem is Kevin Byard's the safety and has to make sure that he's, you know, back far enough and and can clean up and not playing in the box. So it's gotta be some, it's gotta be Aziz. It's gotta be um, an Amani hooker. It's honestly a Roger McCreary who's playing inside in those in those uh, you know situations of in the box or outside. And I think your key guys of Arden Key, Landry, and Weaver, your edge guys have to be strong too. Yes, and, and that's where I really want to see this defense change. I in, coming into the season, like edge rusher, I you, you felt pretty good about right because Harold Landry had a full year to recover from his injury. He hasn't really proved that he's worth this contract. He did his one sack was a huge one though. Um, Arden Key for all those sacks that he was racking up in practice, there hadn't been much to show for on the field. They they need they need those two guys to step up most most importantly. Like you're you're gonna get production out of Autry and Simmons and Tart when he's in there, but your edge guys like 
it was, it's been the same issue, whether it's been Jadavian Clowney or Bud Dupree. Now it's Arden Key. You got to one of those guys has to step up and prove that, hey, like I could be a 10 sack guy at my best. Like Arden Key, Harold Landry, it, it's time to show that. We're, we're, we're getting too far into the season for such little production from those guys so far. And the chat's eating up Landry right now because they paid him all this money and because he hasn't done anything this year. I also think with Harold Landry individually, we need to understand that you got to give him a little bit of grace. If there's one how guy, much, in the, how much? If there, it, I, when I is think it time in, to start pressuring, you know, Landry for production because we're five games in. Thanks, Thanksgiving. To be honest, like I, I think is, is that too late though? Could the Titans' season already be in the gutter by then? It potentially. I mean, potentially, um, but that that doesn't change my opinion because if it's not about this season for Landry, it's about his recovery from the ACL. And if he's just Thanksgiving is going to be roughly 16 months um, from his ACL tear and surgery. So that's fair. I think Harold Landry needs to think long-term and you have to worry about him long-term than more, more than this immediate season, because that's just not going to be realistic. Um, I do and Matt says Harold Landry isn't saving a season. I, I don't have to that. save it. No, he doesn't have to I, save it, but, he, yeah, but it would be nice to get some production out of him. All right. Uh, I do want to read some chats and some comments. I got to get to somebody's comment before they have an aneurysm uh, because they won't stop screaming at me uh, for not reading your comment. I see your comment and I will get to it when it flows with the show. And so now that my answer is done, uh, with our main question, I can get to your comment before you freak out. But first, fund your health plans. If you're freaking out about your health coverage because it's too expensive or it's not enough coverage and you're paying a premium rate, then uh, change it. Go to Farm to Your Health Plans, fbhp.com slash ATOZ. Uh, they've been serving Tennesseans for over 75 years and can help you out dramatically uh, with your health coverage, whether it's just overall health, dental, or vision, all of it or a little bit of it. Uh, whatever that is, whatever your situation might be uh, with a growing family, maybe you're out there on your own and just rolling as a, as an individual entrepreneur, independent contractor, you need that right health coverage for you. Farm Bureau Health Plans specializes in that as well as that coverage late in life that gets even more important. And the great thing is it's so easy, 20 or 30 minutes for a health assessment and get your plan started by going to fbhp.com slash ATOZ. Go to betmgm.com and use code ATOZ200, A to Z200. Put a $10 money line wager on any pro football team to win, and you'll receive $200 in bonus bets instantly. No wait. It's there in your account, ready for you to win more money. So use our code A to Z200. Put a $10 money line wager on any pro football team to win. It can be tonight or on Sunday or on Monday. It's up to you. You get to choose what game you'd like to bet on. But a $10 money line wager on any pro football game gets you $200 in bonus bets instantly with code A to Z200. All right, I'm going to make uh, Savage Savant wait a second because Ty says, Austin, you're not looking long-term at quarterback position. Why at edge rusher? I'm looking at long-term Harold Landry because he's coming off of an ACL tear. That takes time. We know what that what time that line that follows with an ACL tear. And you can win without Harold Landry. You can like, because you've got more people that can affect the quarterback and, and play good defense than one guy. The quarterback position is so much more important than one individual edge rusher. Like, does that make sense, Ty? Because like Arden key can be good. Like the Titans can still have a very good pass rush without Harold Landry. 
they did for a long time last season until everybody else got hurt uh, in November, right? Um, so now let me get to uh, Savage Servant, excuse me, who is freaking out. It all started with uh, you can't win games moving the ball from 20 to 20. They can't score wake up. Savage then said, Austin, you can't win the ball moving from the 20 to the 20. Red zone makes winners and losers. Elementary football, why you not understand this? Then he says, Austin. Uh, then he says, Austin, read my damn comment. You can't win moving the ball from the 20 to the 20. You need to score and they can't. And then Jesus, defensive weaknesses will not be as large if we score in the red zone. What is wrong with all of you? You can't win living living the ball from the 20 to the 20. Wake up, sorry-ass Nashville media. Woo, I think Savage Servant needs an aspirin. Um, yeah, if the Titans pass rush was determined as Savage Servant, then we'd be in good shape right now. I mean, and, what like we're not ignoring world, this. Dude. We're not like obviously the red zone efficiency has been a major issue, and you can't win without scoring touchdowns in the NFL. Like Nick Folk, for as great as he's been, he's not going to win you nine, ten games like you want to win. Right? Yeah, <laughs> the red zone is not being ignored. Everyone knows that. It's just a new problem on the defensive side of the ball that nobody expected to show up showed up last week so we've got to talk about it yes uh and i, I want to get jesse says i mean he's technically right no he's not wrong i don't think he's wrong at all i think if we're, when we throw out the question one change the titans must make against the ravens i'm putting my emphasis against the ravens because they need to be able to stop Lamar Jackson and this offense where Lamar Jackson has four rushing touchdowns this season and leads the Ravens in rushing on top of what he's been able to do uh, in uh, hit, throwing the football, right? So it's, they have no chance, no chance to beat the Baltimore Ravens if they can't stop Lamar Jackson, which goes into my point of playing together on defense and Jack's point of benching Christian Fulton. So you can, you know, not give up immediate touchdowns. The last time the Titans were in London, they gave up two touchdowns of 55 or more yards against the Chargers. Don't do that. They lost the game because they did that. And so I think red zone offense is hugely important. Nobody's disagreeing with that savage servant. The Titans have not been good enough in the red zone. We talked about that Monday. That was our lead. The lead of Monday morning show after the loss was about the red zone offense. I went on a manic rant about using the tush push on fourth and one instead of being in shotgun and running Derrick Henry on fourth and one from the five yard line, from the five yard line. And I think my viewpoint on the offense, Jack, and I want to see if you agree is I think they're doing each game outside the Browns because the Browns is just a disaster. Mm -hmm. We've seen them build on things that are improving. It hasn't clicked yet, but I can see the progress being made. It needs to hurry up and click or it's going to be too late, but I see things going well. If Ryan Tannehill wasn't a, wasn't a mitigated disaster against the saints, they would have won the game. They lost by one, and he missed two wide-open touchdowns. And you're looking at four and two heading into the bye week, which is insanity. Or, or at least three and three, right? But, yeah. you know, if the Saints game, we got to flush it and move on just like the Titans said. We have to understand that, that Tannehill lost it and be and say that's over, and hopefully Tannehill can win more games for this season for this team than he, that he loses. 
But you've seen against the Chargers, they move the football in different ways. The Browns, again, was just a terrible game. Then you had the Bengals, they bounced back. And the Colts, they moved the football a lot. And they improved their pass protection. They don't turn the ball over that much if Tannehill's not throwing three interceptions against the Saints. So I think the offense is improving. They just have to have it click. And I don't think it's that far away from clicking. Yeah, it's uh, we got to also remember that they're kind of, you know, incorporating two new guys, two two key players in Tajay Spears and DeAndre Hopkins into the, this offense, both of, of which had their best games on Sunday against the Colts. So I look, I, I know things haven't gone well in the red zone. I know things haven't been going well on third down, but I, I agree with you. I think that they're taking the right steps and the the explosive we didn't see a really an explosive play on Sunday. Get back to that. Play action. Find Chris Moore down the field. You you know, find DeAndre Hopkins down the field. Like there are answers that are kind of coming to the surface right now. You just got to figure out a way to punch it in from inside the 20. It's been an issue. Yeah. They moved the ball well last week, but when they got to the 20, they stalled out. You can't have that. Yeah, I mean total yards. The Titans had 348 yards. Um the problem is they gave up 429, right? If the Titans have 350 yards, they should win games, in my opinion. Yeah, with a defense that you know a lot of fans believe is a top 10 defense, absolutely. Now, 350, and, and, you, you you could go higher. There, there, there are better days offensively than 350 total yards, but when you're getting less than four yards a, a carry out of Derrick Henry and you have Ryan Tannehill as a quarterback in a run-first offense, 350 should do it. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. I think you can have more, but I think 350 total yards should be enough for the Titans to win. Um, and then I, I did see this comment real quick. Uh, Richie, I've observed this too. He says, is it me or is it D-Hop has no run after the catch? Have you noticed that like almost every downfield catch DeAndre Hopkins makes, he catches it and then immediately stops. <laughs> and slides. Let's yeah. everybody fly by. He he's catches it, stops, defense flies by him, and then he gain, gains like six yards. Look, know who you are, <laughs> right? Get open, catch the football, True. and 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 don't try to outrun people if you can't. And heading into the Colts game, NWI, from all of the received, Derrick Henry led the Titans in yards after catch heading into that Colts game, but NWI was second on the team. And DeAndre Hopkins has had many more chances than NWI. Yeah, he, You're not going to get a lot after the catch anymore. D-Hop's not at that age right now to where he can make plays happen after the catch. You've got He's a protect- young guy yeah. that you'd like to use for that situation, but hasn't been available. Yeah, he's trying to protect himself, as Ty says. All right, Jack, let's get to an injury update here on the show uh, in regards to two players, right? Here's the injury update uh, from Wednesday's practice. Traylon Burks still not practicing with a knee. Uh, Luke Gifford continues to be out with his hamstring. Elijah Molden did not practice uh, with a hamstring as well. Jeffrey Simmons did not practice with a shoulder injury where he got banged up in, in that game against the Colts. And T.R. Tart again missing practice for the second consecutive week with his uh, toe injury. I thought that was a knee injury last week. Jack, do you remember it being a knee or a toe last week? I thought it was a toe. A toe looked okay. right to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. TR Tart's toe. Um, it, you know, that, that's something we're going to have to keep an eye on. So let's ask this question and get to it. Um, who would the Titans miss more versus the Ravens? Would it be Traylon Burks or TR Tart? Who would the Titans miss more against the Ravens? Traylon Burks or TR Tart? But first, Aura. 
uh, can keep you safe online. Our sponsor, Aura, identifies data brokers who are profiting off of selling your information to spammers, telemarketers, and robocallers. And then they just pester you from your phone, your email inbox, your physical mailbox. And Aura can identify those data brokers and opt you out of their lists on your behalf. And it just takes a few days. They identified 30 data brokers were selling my information and they got rid of those data brokers from my life in just five or six days. We're giving you a two week free trial with Aura using our link, aura.com slash ATOZ. It's a two week free trial with our sponsor, Aura at aura.com slash ATOZ. Then you can find out how to use their password manager and protector, credit and identity theft protection as well, and parental controls on that those devices on the home Wi-Fi for the kids. Aura.com slash ATOZ. Get your two-week free trial with Aura.com slash ATOZ. You don't need to spend any time learning how to navigate BetMGM because it's easy for new users. They've got a great selection, great odds, boost, parlay selection features. They've got it all over at BetMGM. But more importantly, they've got a free promotion going on for new users. If you sign up with code A to Z200, put a $10 money line wager on any pro football team to win. can be this weekend, can be on Thursday, can be su- Sunday, Monday, whenever you want to bet it. $10 money line wager on any pro football team to win gets you $200 in bonus bets instantly. That's free cheese, people. $200 to use however you'd like it. All you got to do is use our code A to Z200 and put a $10 money line wager down on any pro football game. All right, so Jack, I will send you to the chat. Uh, once again, let me update the injury situation from Wednesday's practice. Uh, Traylon Burks did not practice. Gifford did not practice. Molden DNP. Jeffrey Simmons did not practice. And Tier Tart with his toe did not practice again. Who would the Titans miss more versus the Ravens? Is it Tier Tart or would it be Traylon Burks? Facebook starting off hot. Pistol says it's Burks. Ronnie Sneed, Rashid. And Demetrius all believe it's Tier Tart. Getting over to the YouTube side of things, Steven says it's Tier Tart. Kevin Leonard agrees, says Tart clearly. Brent Matlock in that same boat. So is Ashley. Chris says Tart, duh. Eddie, our guy, says Tart. Burks from Jags Got Juice. Titans Kyle says Tart. Eric Castillo agrees. Max Osberger, Tart all day long. Uh, Tart and Simmons are both guys who can go without practice. So uh, I, I think Bork is a little less concerned, but Tank Sinatra says Tart. Scary Harry says Tart. Tart from Roy L. Uh, Deshaun Washington says Pop-Tart. Chris Brown, Tart. Stephen King, Pop-Tart. Richie, Tart. Jason, Tart. Hello, ladies, Tart. Arthur says Burke. Steven's on Tart. Kenneth's on Tart. Rambo's on Tart. Lone Walker's on Tart. Nicholas is on Tart. So overall, the majority are on Tart. 85% Tier Tart answers? I think that's a fair assessment. Tier Tart's an undrafted free agent. Traylon Burke's a first-round draft pick. But the the chat, 85-ish percent thinks the Titans will miss the undrafted free agent Tier Tart more than the first-round draft pick Traylon Burks. Now, that's just kind of wild. That's not the entire context of the situation. I think you know who they're playing against is is a key in this and the and the Lamar Jackson led uh, Baltimore Ravens. But the chat's correct, man. It's Tier Tart's more important for this game. Now Traylon yeah. Burks, I think, is more important for the ceiling of this Titans team. But they got to have Tier Tart healthy. He's he is impressive uh, when it comes to playing up front and making plays, shedding blocks. 
Tier Tart does a good job of what I was talking about earlier with making the Logan Ryan hockey assist play. He does a good job with that. Yeah, and I'm going to agree with you, and there's a couple of reasons why. First of all, we've seen the Titans' offense work without Traylon Burks. We saw him put 27 up on the Cincinnati Bengals, a defense that that you know scares a whole lot of offensive coordinators around the league, land by or ran by Lou and Arumo. Tier Tart's absence was felt in such a big way last week that it's impossible for me to go anywhere else. Like there was a stat that CBS pulled up during the broadcast that said over 100 of Zach Moss's rushing yards came from running up the middle. Like that's where the Titans mm-hmm. defense has been the strongest over the last few years. Up the middle with Jeffrey Simmons, Nico Autry, Tier Tart, the linebackers have done a nice job in plugging holes up front. And with Tier Tart gone for just one week, here comes Zach Moss on Jonathan Taylor's return day. Average seven yards a carry. The Titans can't stop a nosebleed in the run game. It, it's 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 Tier Tart once again this week, just simply because of how the Ravens like to operate offensively. They like to run the football. They like to run up the middle. They like to set up the run up the middle by running outside with Lamar Jackson and, and giving you know Titans linebackers options. Who are you going to cover, Lamar or or the back that's that's running along uh, next to him in the RPO, whatever it may be. But this week, it's definitely Tier Tart. I'm with you for the long haul. You need Traylon Burks because you're not going to get the Bengals game every single Sunday without Burks out there and have guys like Chris Moore, NWI, Josh Wiley, DeAndre Hopkins, Tajay Spears all have catches for 20-plus yards. You know, it, the big play is hard to come by in this league, and that's when the Titans are at their best, when they're running play action, taking shots down the field. Traylon Burks' skill set caters to that more than any other receiver that the Titans have at their disposal. So for this week, it's Tier Tart. Figure out how to stop the run with without Tier Tart. For the long haul, it's Traylon Burks. Brent says no Tart in a limited Simmons. The Ravens might rush for 200 yards. They average uh, close to 150 rushing yards per game, led by Lamar Jackson, who's around 50 rushing yards per game. Uh, man, it, it's uh, it's it is pretty fascinating. I think we both agree on that. Uh, mm-hmm. So you know, we'll we'll have to see what happens with Tier Tart and his health. I think Jeffrey Simmons is going to play. He finished the game against the Colts. He did not practice yesterday. He did talk to the media. And so I think Jeffrey Simmons is going to find a way to play in London. Tier Tart, I don't know. I think Traylon Burks is for sure. He's not even been ruled out, but I don't I don't expect if I'm the Titans, I don't fly Traylon Burks to London. I'll leave uh, yeah, I'd I'd be I'd be absolutely stunned if it were even a conversation that he might go on Sunday. Yeah, I understand. It's like you want to bring everybody that can go because it's a London trip and you have that opportunity. Like bring the practice squad guys that typically don't travel. Bring everybody, right? But I don't think Traylon Burks needs to go to London. I think he needs to stay here and not sit on a plane with a bum knee for like a total of 17 hours. Mm. Yeah, you got bangers and mash at home, Traylon Burks. You don't need to be making that trip. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) You got beans on toast? Beans on toast. However you like your breakfast. Oh, man. Beans on toast. That was my joke I sent to, to Jack and Austin Huff last night. Beans on toast. The Titans recipe for beans on toast is Roger McCreary helping out uh, Christian Fulton in coverage. Uh, so, ba-doom-tsh. all right. And real uh, quick before we move on, Savage Servant, who's been all over our ass this, this show, comes in with another wrong comment. Well, I guess this is his first one because he was right with the first stuff. Lamar doesn't run outside. He runs inside. Who Who are these people? Do they watch these games? Lamar Jackson, sure, he runs up the middle sometimes. But Lamar Jackson, what's his best trait? His speed. Where do you use that speed? Getting the edge, getting on the outside. Lamar Jackson can hurt the Titans inside and outside. Yeah. So it's absolutely something to worry about without Tier Tart. Lamar Jackson runs. 
He just he just fast. Doesn't, and, doesn't really matter where. He's just going to run say, the ball. It is more dangerous when he goes vertical because the fast you can go a lot faster vertically than you can horizontally, right? So I, I think Savage Servant has had some interesting delivery today, but you know he hasn't been wrong. It's <laughs> just he's been very loud about uh, feeling mm-hmm. like we're not thinking that he's right. I don't know. Um, all right, Jack. A couple quick um, super chats from Andre. He said I should have kept Schwartz instead of Shane Bowen. No, I just don't think that was ever going to be a, a realistic possibility. Uh, Andre says, Amy is the change. Give Rabel the Munchak ultimatum. Get competent coaches who can scheme game plan, coach guys up and adjust in game or you're gone. You know, is the, is the Munchak ultimatum about the assistance? Cause that's what I would, uh, you just you know. got a new offensive coordinator in Tim Kelly, who I, I, I think has, you know, up to this point in the season, had a decent go at it. Right. I mean, with the with the options he has to work with, which aren't exactly plentiful, I, I think that he's done well calling plays. And Bowen's defense, like outside of this past week, has been phenomenal. Really, I mean, outside of you know the blown coverage by Fulton that we see, you know, pop up every couple times a week, but you don't really have many better options behind him. I mentioned K- Kendall Vildor at the top of the show. That's kind of just a it, we're we're in a break glass in case of emergency situation, and Kendall Vildor is the guy behind the glass. Yeah, uh, Bork says, Austin, you still haven't read Andre's other super chat. I know. <laughs> I wasn't going to go there. But hey, Jack, let's uh, let's do it. Let's go ahead and get to the magic bucket today on the Thursday wrap-up. Then by Wilson County Hyundai. Quick shout-out to our friends at Wilson County Hyundai. Make them a part of your new car buying process. Go see our friend Payne Bone and his team in Lebanon or check him out online at wilsoncountyhunday.com to make them a part of your new car buying process. Jack, uh, did you forget to buy some popsicles this week? Oh my God, I did. I'm I'm like a week behind on the magic bucket. You're going to have to give me another week. It, well, you're only on like on Thursdays for the most part. You'll be on some more next week because of the bye week and I'm going to be out a couple of days. But uh, yeah, I, I, I give you more leeway because of the less frequent uh appearances so I, next- I, I know and i'm still my body's still trying to recover from the taco bell incident oh, know, it's I, been I, like it's been so long by the way uh the <laughs> panda express was a great lunch i enjoyed my panda express so i think we you. talked about that yeah it looked like you really knocked it out of the park with your order yeah it was just some rice some good green super veggies with i had to get four uh egg rolls because of um Price, yeah, you said 15 bucks at Panda Express. So I had to go four egg rolls, not just two. Uh, and then I got the uh, apple pie roll, which was incredible. incredible. Yeah, that's nuts that they even have that. Oh, that, that doesn't feel so like good. it should be on their menu. I wish I would have gotten four apple pie rolls instead of the four <laughs> egg uh, spring rolls. Oh, how about this? All right, Jack. You've got 30 seconds to go grab something out of your fridge and eat it right now on camera. So you better go. So okay. go. And you got All your right. AirPods in, so they'll stay connected. So you can probably keep talking oh. to it. Well, the microphone's not. No, we can't. You can probably hear me, though. So 30 seconds on the clock. I'm going to go ahead and do that. Jack's got to eat something uh, in the at the, in the fridge. Let's see. if we, What do you think he comes back with? I think he comes back with like a slice of cheese. You can probably he- hear me though. So, all right, let's see. When's he gonna get back here? 
Okay, you made it back in under 30 seconds. So, oh, a little little yogurt. A little yogurt. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good yogurt. I will Blueberry say. Blueberry uh, flavor. You can, you can keep eating. Oh, sure. Okay. <laughs> Are you but drawing for yourself while I eat the yeah, yogurt? This is, for, this is for me. Okay. I thought you were going to go with cheese. Could you hear me the whole time? Yeah, I could hear you. I, I don't have any cheese. Oh. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I've cheese. done a tutorial on how to tie a tie. What flavor you got there? Uh, blueberry. You got to stir it up before you mix it, you know, to get the flavors. Oh, all yeah. Out, mixed all berries in the bottom. Uh, yeah. I, you are a uh, Chobani guy. Well, for now. For now? Mm-hmm. What, is that not your typical yogurt? They've got these things called overnight oats now. I yes. don't know if you're familiar, but they, they make these little cups called mush. Very good. It's it's very tasty. It's like an oatmeal yogurt hybrid. Mm-hmm. That's my go-to, but I couldn't find them, so I had to settle for Chobani. All right, I'm a Two Goods yogurt. That's that you need to go to Two Goods yogurt. They got better macros. Uh, all right, hey, I haven't done this. Comments are funny. I get to wear sunglasses tomorrow on the show. <laughs> That's a cool punishment. I guess that is a very cool punishment. Yeah, if I can see. Uh, but yeah, so sunglasses on tomorrow's show for me. And uh, Coach Prime. Jack's getting a little, uh, you know, yogurt. Hey, yogurt, uh, for all you guys that hate on me for being vegetarian, yogurt is a great source of protein. Yes. Greek yogurt. True. Big, strong. I wasn't, I wasn't really planning on knocking down a cup of yogurt today, but, you know, duty calls. The magic bucket is the ultimate decider. Seeing people question my fridge. Uh, Jack, you don't have cheese. What the hell is that? Who, who in the hell does that? I don't have cheese. Look, I, I there's nothing I really eat in my fridge with cheese. I'm trying to keep it healthy for now. You're, okay, you're going less dairy. Minus yeah, well, yogurt. Well, not dairy. less less dairy, but like you know, cheese. If you can cut out the cheese, you're you know that, that's it's a big that's step. A, that's a solid step forward. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, there's no cheese in there for now. I'm not against cheese. I think I have Parmesan cheese actually, but well, uh, you don't like just want to be Parmesan cheese is like a sprinkle on top of like some yeah it, roasted it's, it's veggies or. Something yeah. like that. You yeah. don't just get spoonfuls of Parmesan and shove it down your throat. That's no one wants to live that life. That could be a, a magic bucket ad. Eat a spoonful of Parmesan cheese. <laughs> Man, uh, you'd have some ratchet breath early in the morning. Yeah, I will. I will say, uh, you know, it's a great um, help for uh, hiccups. A spoonful of yellow mustard. That's true. Yeah. Spoonful of yellow mustard helps hiccups. I've been hanging upside down, holding my breath for 30 seconds all these years, and it's just a spoonful of mustard. That's it? A spoonful of yellow mustard. Yeah. Okay. That's noted. Next time. And uh, Steven says the cinnamon challenge. The cinnamon challenge was an original magic bucket item. uh, And I will tell all of you, uh, I am undefeated against the cinnamon challenge. I think I've done it like four or five times. A couple Just a times. Spoonful of cinnamon. Yeah, spoonful of cinnamon. Okay. Well, maybe we we add that back. I'd do like you want to do it? Down. If you well, don't not, have not a popsicle, now. if you don't have a pot, you don't have cinnamon either. Um, I've got cinnamon. Okay. Let, let's 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 bank it. Okay. Let's bank it. All right. Bank it. I, I'm so down to do it. it. I'll do it. <clears throat> I'll even do it next week. We don't even have to draw. I'll just <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Jack, next, well, no, I'm not, no, not going to be here next Thursday. It's going to be after that. 
Okay. All right. Well, pencil me in for it. I'll, I'll, right, I'm ready uh, for the cinnamon Jack, challenge. Uh, I'm going to make it a calendar event. Jack, uh, cinnamon challenge Thursday, the 26th. <laughs> uh, be there, or be square. All right. By the way, Titans at two this afternoon with Sam, Mondays and Thursdays at 2 p.m. Uh, Central time on these same channels. Sam will be wrapping up with Titans availability. So check out Titans at two with Sam uh, presented by Doebird and Green Hills. Uh, so Sam will be live on Facebook and YouTube here in a few hours after talking to Tim Kelly, Shane Bowen, and other Titans assistants and Titans locker room before they head to London for the last time. And Buck Rising will be live tonight for A to Z Sports Primetime. But make sure you guys uh, leave a like on the show before you head out of here. Hit that thumbs up button. It goes a long way for us and helps us out. We appreciate that. And we'll see you guys later on. Appreciate the rest. Uh, appreciate.